Do you hate listening to the same 10 songs over and over during long car drives? Do you have an itching to escape your mundane job without actually leaving your job? Or do you wish you could read a good book, but you just don't have the time? Hello my friends, I'm Daniel with the Temple of Geek, and I'm here to tell you that I have a solution for your book reading needs. That solution is Audible. Yes my friends, Audible is here to save you on those long car trips and boring work days with over 180,000 titles for you to choose from. Today, you, the listeners of Temple of Geek Podcast, get an even sweeter deal. By heading over to audible.com forward slash podcast, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial on us. You can start downloading a book today on your Android, iPhone, Kindle, or MP3 player. So what are you waiting for? Head over to audible.com forward slash podcast and get your free 30-day trial started today. Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. Sorry, I interrupted you. You were saying. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. Welcome to another episode of the Temple of Geek Talkcast. I'm your host, Daniel. And joining me today is Jonathan, Katie, Rooster. Welcome. Yo. Feel very welcoming. So let's talk about you know I haven't seen most of you guys forever. Let's uh, let's go around the room real fast and see what you've all been up to. Let's start with Rooster since he's been gone the longest. <laughs> I have um, basically not a whole lot's changed. Um, again, I was saying that I do not have cable internet, so I have been using my Xbox 360 because I have not upgraded to the Xbox One yet, even though I want to. But I have all these fabulous games for the 360, and I have none for the one. So, just working gaming. All right, Katie. Um, I've been doing too much. Is what's been happening. I went to obviously I went to Supernatural convention that happened, and then last weekend I was at Long Beach Comic Expo, where I met the Ghost Facers, which was awesome. I uh, went to their panel. Uh, kind of expressed a little too how into Supernatural I am in front of a bunch of people, which was really funny. Not for me, for them. It was very exciting. Um, and then I went to a Girl More Girls trivia night with some people from work, which we won. $254 to split between the five Ooh, of us. Woo-hoo. We came out victorious versus Jackpot. 33 other teams. So that was fun. Uh, that's with Geeks Who Drink. So now we're up on their website, like our <laughs> awesome. team is. Yeah. Um, and then I've just been working and being very behind on every TV show that I watch. Except for Supergirl, which I'm caught up on. I'm with you on that. The rest of them I'm behind on. Supernatural, I've seen exactly two episodes of this season. Yeah, same here. Yep. Jonathan, what about you? What you been up to? Ah. Actually, to be honest, this last uh, two weeks has been killer at work. But uh, in the meantime, while I wasn't working... I was reading comic books, and actually Ooh. today I actually I picked up a few toys, some action figures, and uh, I got the Deadpool Marvel Legends. It's pretty hard to find, uh, but it was uh, at the comic book shop. Picked it up. I'm very excited for it because that thing is going for like fifty plus bucks. I was going to say, did you pay that hard to find price? Nope, nope. <laughs> I paid twenty four dollars for it. Nice. I'm at uh, the comic book shop right after this. Oh yeah, he. Uh, it's funny because last week he had eight figures, 
And I was like, man, I really hope he has it next week whenever I go in there to pick up my pool. And he had one left. And I was like, oh. And then I get to the counter and he's like, well, uh, if you just would have told me, I would have held it for you. I was like, oh, oh sorry. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what I've been doing reading books and uh, uh, working my butt off. Yeah, not much going on here. Just took a week off from work and doing a lot of stuff on the uh, Temple of Geek website. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Editing videos. <laughs> oh, yes. Marcus and I beat Legend of Zelda. That that was an accomplishment. Uh, you'll be seeing that episode very soon on Lock, Stock, and Two Gaming Dudes. <laughs> uh, nice. But yeah, that's about it. Also, we'll be releasing an episode of us playing Tech Mobile. Oh, nice. I talked about that. So that that was, yeah. So today I wanted to kind of just briefly talk about just our thoughts on there's, there's been a lot of stuff happening lately in the geek world. Um, you people in California don't really know what's going on down here in the Texas area, but there's been a lot of conventions being canceled, postponed, shut down. So I just wanted to kind of talk about your thoughts on conventions in general, just kind of, you know, what are the good things that some of the conventions that you've been to are have been? What are some of the bad things that you've seen? And just kind of kind of get an idea of what would make a perfect convention in your in your eyes. Katie, and, you were raising your hand I like saw, a student. Well, the, I was uh, looking at myself in the in the other seat. <laughs> like I can see myself on the others on your right over your shoulder. Sorry. Um, no, but also like uh, so I just went to Long Beach Comic Expo, right? So Long Beach throws two cons a year. They do Expo and then they also do Comic Con. And I think a lot of it, too, is that they need to be more aware of scheduling things, too. Because last weekend, not only was it Long Beach Comic Expo, but it was also Gallifrey One, which is the biggest Doctor Who convention. And then there was like another con at exactly the same time. So see a lot of that, I think, is all these cons popping up. There's so many conventions starting to pop up now and they're fighting for schedules and they're fighting for weekends and And it's a money making business now and everybody knows that. So they're trying to squeeze in as much time as they can. I mean like, like Dallas comic con, I hate to keep bringing them up, but they were doing three conventions a year Mm -hmm. and they finally realized this year that they couldn't maintain that because the crowds just weren't there. So now they've dropped it back down to two. Yeah. I mean, I mean, which is fine. I mean, like this convention was okay, but it wasn't as good as the previous year. And I think it just had to do with a lot of like the way that scheduling was because, <laughs> because uh, everybody was at Gallifrey one. And then anybody that couldn't get tickets to Gallifrey one or are not into doctor who or something came to long beach. So, I mean, there was still, you know, a lot of cosplayers and stuff, but they, their list of celebrities that they normal get normally get to come wasn't as big. I mean, they had Jason Momoa, which was huge for them. Um, and then they had the entire cast of the Ghostfacers, which I love. But then they have the same normal people that they have, like uh, the ones who I don't even know who they are. Like they had this one random guy who was the co- on the cover of Life on the Murder Scene from My Chemical Romance. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen that album cover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy who's on the album cover, like, he was there. He was not really relevant. <laughs> well, he did other stuff, but I mean, like, that just shows you that maybe they're not getting as good of stuff as they, they want to get because of scheduling conflicts or, 
maybe they should just stick to the Comic Con because that's coming up in September. And their convention the last time was amazing. Like they did a great job. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's just scheduling and just a bad time. And I mean, we also had a really bad rainstorm because, you know, rain in California, we don't mesh well. Yeah, the city just shuts down. <laughs> no, they did. They shut down all the airports and stuff. See? So anybody that would have normally have come in for this convention couldn't because so the of the rain. What's the correlation between them moving up the Dallas con and canceling every other con that's supposed to be taking place like in Austin? Not just well, Waco. They canceled that one. They probably realized that not only that, because uh, they moved the, the Dallas con up, right? How, how far up did they move it? Than it, normally it was in is. two months. July? It's typically yeah. at the end of May, beginning of June. So yeah, they moved it all the way up. They did the same thing with Supernatural Convention. Because Supernatural Convention in, in Vegas is normally in March. So people use their tax returns to go to this convention. That's mm-hmm. what they do. And that's why it's always sold out and really busy. Because people know that they're going to get that money before they leave for the convention. Well, they moved it to the beginning of February this year. And... They still had gold seats left. They still had copper seats left. They still had, they were still selling Jared and Jensen photos when I got to the convention. And, and you all didn't that get stuff, one this year? Hell, it's so expensive. Um, <laughs> but they like jacked up the price and then not a lot of people came. Like I normally, because um, my sister and I buy the, the general admission weekend pass. And so our seats tend to shift each day. Because we don't have assigned seats. So ours just we just move with how many times they add assigned seats. This year we sat in the same seat for three days. That never happens. Except on like the very first year we went. But <laughs> we never get to sit in the same seat because nobody was buying tickets. So So, so what you're saying is it's uh it's a money making scheme. You know, and yeah. that kept that kind of not a scheme, but a money making opportunity for people. But that kind of aggravates me <clears throat> that, you know, I go as a fan and every autograph, every picture, everything that I get comes back home with me. And I'm not running to eBay to, mm-hmm. you know, pawn this stuff off because you you have to at least on eBay get what you paid for. it. If not, you didn't sell half your stuff like me last year. No, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, when I get in a pinch, it's always there. I still but got Stanley right here. <laughs> <laughs> you only, you, you're only going to get what uh, somebody else wants to pay for whatever the product that you're offering. Now, you got the, C, uh, the CGC um, grading people who, um, you know, come and grade your stuff, and you have to pay them uh, uh, money to come do that, whatever it is, hundred bucks, whatever. But I go there to meet the to meet the people that I like and uh, admire on tv and just meet them and shake their hand and say thank you for doing what you do and then i get an autograph and that comes home with me and but everybody else it seems like it's oh sh- i'm gonna get an autograph and i'm gonna go try to sell it for five ten thousand dollars on ebay you know i don't i don't like that i mean that's cool if that's what you do but that's mm-hmm. not that's not what i like to do i go to those things because i'm a i'm a kid at heart and i enjoy meeting my um celebrity heroes you know that's well, I about. felt like the I felt like the conventions they they've they've gotten to a point now to where they feel like they know they can make money off of us because I've oh, noticed yeah. over the last five years of going to these things that they've just been gradually getting more and more expensive. Oh yeah, um, 
prices of autographs have been going up. I remember when I first first went to a convention with Stanley, the very first time I ever went to go see Stanley, his autograph was forty bucks, his photo op was fifty. Now it's like two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. You want to know uh, about price increase? I got a photo with Misha the very first time that I went to Supernatural convention. Forty-five dollars. You want to guess how much he costs now to get a photo with? Two hundred dollars. Almost a hundred now. And Jared and Jensen, like if you want a photo with them together, that's like three hundred bucks. Wow. Three hundred bucks. I'm never gonna be able to afford that. But you know it's, the thing about it, that's how they get you there, though. That's how they get. That's how they get the celebrities there. It's like we can charge this insane amount of money because there are people that will pay that. Not us regular people because we have to work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but there are people that will save their entire, like you said, the, the tax income uh, re- return check or whatever. They'll spend their whole thing on that. You could just be they like me and my wife and, and be the creepers and try to catch them on the way to the restroom or something. And, oh, hey, how are you doing? Oh. I've done that plenty of times, and I've got security. shut down with the, with the, the security guys. No pictures. No pictures. <laughs> but my baby, my baby wants a picture. <laughs> pretend like you're on your. You got to pretend like you're on your phone and just start snapping a bunch of pictures. So you, maybe you get a clear exactly. one. Exactly. You're like holding your phone here, and you're just like click, 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 click. It's like it's like yeah, Bob, totally, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what Rooster does. You should see him at these things. <laughs> That's great. That's great. See, that's what, that's what the normal people do. We don't want to spend the money. We can't afford it. So we're like, we're going to be like ninjas and, and uh, figure a way to get it. Because you can't yeah, stop me it. from being on my phone. Like. <laughs> so besides money, what are some of the other negative things, the, the, the bad things, I think, that, in your opinion, that you've seen done at cons that you wish maybe were done differently? Um, I got screamed at at a convention by a volunteer. Please tell Oh. So we went to Chelsea and I went to um, don't mention the con went to this convention and we were we wanted to go see uh, the panel that was after another panel. Mm-hmm. So we went to the first panel and sat through it and it was actually pretty good because they didn't tell us whether or not they were going to clear rooms beforehand. That was never indicated. So we had no idea if they would just let us sit in there. So we're like, we'll just go. We'll watch this panel and then we'll stay there because they were doing a movie screening of Mm -hmm. a fan film that we wanted to watch. So uh, we're sitting in there and then the panel ends and this like woman comes in there and she starts yelling at everybody like you need to get out of here right now. Like not even asking nicely, like just comes in and starts screaming at everybody like get out. You can't be in here. If you don't move, I'm calling security and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, the hell is this woman's problem? So uh, the whole time she's like screaming and yelling at us. So we leave and and there's a line to come in to watch this film. Right. And this they put this in the smallest possible room ever. And there was like three times the amount of people in that line that were going to be able to fit in that room anyway. So we were just like, I guess we won't be watching this at all. And so I went to another convention and it was done by the same people. And so I uh, when we were going to see another panel, I asked. I found somebody and I was like, how does this work? And it was like somebody who actually helps run the event. And I'm like, are they going to kick us out? Do we get to stay? Like, do we need to stand in a queue? Like, what is the protocol? Because and then I told her about what happened and she goes, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. (laughs) Do you see how like that's a problem? And we saw the same volunteer again. 
And and I'm like, if you already know that she's a problem, why do you keep bringing her back? And it, it doesn't make any sense. And then um, also along with this same convention that happened recently, the one of the celebrities that was there, like they tweeted out something about how the convention had bad staffing or did something and it was really upsetting for him and he's like i'm never coming back to this convention ever again because of how you treated me and it was very clear that something was wrong while we were sitting through their panel that something had happened and then so if you piss off them they tend to be angry the whole time and then that's not good for the fans you know people <laughs> The fans, like if we want to meet you or, you know, talk to you or something and you're, you know, upset and grumpy, which, you know, it makes sense. I mean, you're a person just like everybody else, but it makes it a bad experience for everybody all the way around because you're making a bad experience for the celebrity, which makes it a bad experience for the fans because they're meeting somebody who's not entirely yeah. happy at the situation that they're a part of. So, I mean, it's they need to be better at who they hire to do stuff for the convention. Well, I agree with that 100%. And also, uh, talking about convention, um, the going back to the um, the VIP issue that we had um, at one of the cons, um, where the celebrities were started getting grumpy. It wasn't it wasn't just one celebrity; it was all celebrities. Um, I think Anthony Daniels, C3PO, he was the first one I went to, and I was waiting in line for you know 20 minutes, 30 minutes, going back and forth. Um, and VIP came in, VIP came in, VIP came in and he started getting mad. And then I think George Takai was there uh, and he was getting upset with the the VIP thing. I think if it's, I'm not upset with the VIP. If you have the money to be VIP, fine, but it's gotta be something different from you just running in. It was the way they handled it last year. They used to put a V they used to have a VIP line and a regular general mission line next to the VIP line. Yeah. So everybody was lined up together. And so that way, when the person got to the celebrity, it wasn't like this person was cutting everybody. He was in line, but he was in the VIP line. Yeah. But when they did it last year, they, they made this one line that was separate from everybody else called the mm -hmm. VIP line. And then they were, that person was escorted to the celebrity that they wanted to go see. And yep. so then it made it look like, Oh, we're going to cut everybody. And that's what was yep. pissing everybody off. Which yeah. I understood that from the celebrity point of view. From a person that spent $480 on a VIP ticket, I was pissed because I'm like, <laughs> why did you change this? So what does the celebrity get out of that money? Does he get any of that? Or is that just I don't think they get the I don't think they get anything out of the ticket sales. I think I think the ticket sales help help pay for the celebrity to be there. So I think the way it, I I'm not one hundred percent sure on how just the whole assuming, process yeah. works. Yeah. Um I know that the convention pays for the celebrity to be there. I th they usually put them up for the room and board, and they usually pay for their meals, and they pay for their basically their time being there. Um, and then when the celebrity's there, they charge for their ticket, their picture prices and autograph prices. Um, they get a commission off of their autographs. They don't get the full amount because they got to pay their agent and their staff that's there with them. Right. Um, and for the picture sales, you know, I believe the guy told me that out of each picture he sells, he makes $10 off the picture and the celebrity gets the rest of the money. Hmm. So I would say that would be, that would have been one of the biggest negatives of last year. Like, it, like to me, it didn't matter. I will wait in line 
because all the ones that I want to get autographs from normally didn't have that big of a line. Because uh, like last year, um, Stan Lee was there. Um, you had the um, twins from Harry Potter there, um, <laughs> and the, yeah, there the lines wasn't there wasn't that big of a wait, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, there wasn't John, a big line for Stan Lee. No, no, no. no. I'm saying, I was like, oh. no, no, no. There, there was he a line for Stan Lee. The, the problem with Stan Lee was he wasn't out there very often because you know he's starting to get to be that age. And uh, I thought last so, year was supposed to be his last con. It was the Nerd Year's Eve was supposed to be his last Texas con, but because of stuff that happened there, um, and I know a lot of people didn't get to go out to go see him on Nerd Year's Eve, this con will be his official last Texas con. Um, And I think he's just going to be doing the Stanley Kamikaze, which I think they changed that to Los Angeles Comic Con now. Well, they realized that Kamikaze wasn't very PC. (laughs) Uh, Kamikaze is the greatest word ever. it's the best convention, though, ever. Seriously. I love Stanley's LA Comic Con. It was the best experience ever. Just going to well, throw that out there. We were, we've were we been done bashing cons. Let's talk about some good things. Jonathan, what are some of the good things you've seen at conventions? Well, seeing that uh, the Waco Con was really my first uh, dive into cons uh, two years ago. Uh, I just... Let me, yeah, the, let me get you speaking to the, the microphone's way over here, so I'm going to go out of, out of view. But, uh, yeah, some of the things that I really enjoyed, it's just uh, the environment. And the WacoCon, to me, I don't know if Daniel ever had any bad experiences there, but I had all good experiences. All the vendors, everybody I talked to, uh, everybody was really open. I, and I like the community uh, at cons, like fan base. Like No one's ever really rude. I've, I, I haven't ran into anybody that was uh, – um, that was angry or like just trying to get t- to see like comic books or, you know, if you're asking to look at something, there was never anybody being rude. I think that's what I really enjoyed about the, the Waco con the experience that I had in my family. And so, I mean, that's generally what I looked forward to and what I wanted a con to be family friendly and, uh, just all around enjoyable. But so that's, that's really what I took off of it. And I'm hoping this year, this will be my, my first big con is going to be the Dallas. So hopefully more positive than negatives. I mean, I think I want to see Jim Lee and Greg Capello and a couple other artists. And, I, you know, I, I should be able to afford it. So <laughs> this year is a, should be a good year for me and con. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to Dallas and our local con over here at the Bell County Expo Center. So. It's not a good year for me because every time I plan to go to a freaking convention, they cancel the damn thing. Well, maybe thing. we should probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for the Dallas Comic Con to call up and say, hey, we're canceling. <laughs> oh, my God. You've had such bad experiences the last, like, several. This is, like, the last two weeks. Uh, yeah, I don't understand what happened with the uh, the one this weekend. Uh, they postponed it. I think I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to assume. But I'll, all I know is it's postponed. I talked to them. They said that they're trying to get back up in April. So such a beautiful weekend and just man. Um, Rooster, what about you? What are some positive things that you've seen at cons? Man, every everything that I do at cons is positive. I rarely have negative ones until you know um, you get. The, the celebrity who won't look at you or it just freely signing hands. But everything about a Comic-Con or any con you go to, whether it's Wizard Convention or whatever, they're all positive. They're all fun. They're all 
it brings me back to my childhood because no one ever really wants to grow up. I mean, honestly, yep. and you want to you want to go back and, and, and enjoy what you grew up with and, and bring back your childhood. <laughs> and I love the like you said, um, uh, Greg and Jim Lee and all yeah. those guys. Yeah, um, I'm an artist. I I'm not an artist, but I enjoy <laughs> artwork. <laughs> and you're, that's you're I an art concert. connoisseur. Art connoisseur, yes, sir. And so that's what I'm looking forward to. Like the celebrities are great, but I like last year I went to uh, Lionel Yu, who drew the um, Darth Vader on. Uh, I'm sure I posted it on a few things, but he drew my Darth Vader um, head looking down, and it was awesome. And you know, you can't find a lot of artists that will put that kind of work at a con on a on a sketchbook, you know. Yeah. And it, it was awesome. And I went to every artist, you know, it's every artist that was down the artist row looking to do that same thing. Like, no, we're not drawing. We're not doing anything. I'll do a little sketch. And I got some sketches from a, a few of the guys, um, you know, but it's the, the, the meaningful things like what Lionel, you did, um, that makes it worthwhile for me. I mean, yeah, I had to pay for it, but I mean, he, he only did five that weekend. And mine was one of them. And that was awesome. And those are the things that make me happy to go to those cons. When you find that one thing that makes you happy. And then, you know, you meet some of these. Anthony Daniels was one of the one of my favorite meetings. He was very nice and um, very jovial. And those are the things that, that cons are about, man. I mean, just the fun when you get to interact with people that you grew up with and, and meet them for the first time. And, and they actually appreciate you as a person. And that's... Yeah. That's what I like. That's positive for me. So Jonathan likes the family-oriented environment. Rooster likes the the interaction with the celebrities and the little things that the celebrities go out and do from the artist. Katie, what about you? Um, my two favorite things about going to cons are cosplayers and Artist Alley. Those are like the two biggest things that I love. I mean, I love seeing celebrities too, but... Um, I love being able to get like one of a kind works of art or like prints that people make or if they spend all this time making these things and some of them are so beautiful and so amazing that I have so many prints of things that I don't have anywhere to put them. Yeah, so they too. like they sit yeah, in a like space, they, but... yeah, they like sit in a folder and I want to hang them up and like I go to conventions hoping that I'll see some of my favorite artists. Like there's, there's one from Arizona that I love and I have a bunch of his prints and then like Lord Mesa. I love every single thing that that guy ever makes. And I love being able to see him. And, um, I mean, I also love cosplayers. Like I have friends who are cosplayers now, like, uh, Jake Corup, who, you know, that we used to, we interviewed once. And then, so I spent a bunch of time with him at Long Beach comic expo. Uh, when he was dressed as Doctor Strange, because his Doctor Strange is amazing. Mm -hmm. And um, like, I love going to the meetups and seeing everybody's costumes because people spend so much time on making them as authentic as possible or uh, seeing parents dress up their children in uh, different cosplays, too, or seeing whole families that cosplay like that kind of stuff is amazing because these people put some really t like a lot of time and a lot of effort and. Um, it's, I mean, it gets a little awkward when you talk to somebody and they're like dressed up as something and they just like the warbler like, kid, they just like it, <laughs> but they're not like, 
big fans of it. They just like that costume. That's always kind of weird. Or um, like if I see anybody dressed up as anything anime, I have no idea what it is because I don't read anime or do anything. But you read manga, you watch anime. Yeah, that. Sorry, read manga <laughs> or watch anime. Sorry. <laughs> see, don't even know the difference. Um, but I mean, that's kind of stuff is the best part about cons. Um, because people go out of their way to showcase things that they love and uh, are willing to sell their art to you. Like that kind of stuff is amazing. Like I wish I was an artist or I could be a cosplayer. You can it's, be a cosplayer. I know. I just don't have the money or the time. Anybody to can be a cosplayer. You just I'm, take that little plastic box that I see back there, staple it to your shirt, and you can say you're box man. Box man. <laughs> box man. There's some purple box back there. You could be a box troll. <laughs> Yeah, a box troll. That's a, that's awesome. A box troll. That was a creepy ass movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about conventions is being able to go to, you know, of course, meeting the cosplayers, getting the art, all that stuff. You know, you, I, I agree with y'all 100%. The atmosphere, meeting the artists and stuff. One of my favorite things though is actually going to these panels and listening mm. to these people's stories. I'll tell you the the best panel I have ever went to. My my most favorite panel was uh, Ray Park, the guy who played Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Um, and what was cool about it was, you know, he was telling a story about his daughter growing up, and like he was teaching her things, like trying to get her to say things like, uh, you know, Darth Maul or GI Joe or something like that. One of the movies parts he played in, but he said her first words were "I'm Batman," and you know, he was <laughs> like making jokes about that. And he goes, "My daughter, you know, you know, my daughter." doesn't love my character she her first words were like i'm batman and not you know you know not darth maul or or snake eyes or something like that um and then there was this one guy that asked him a question and asked him like how does he do this certain roundhouse kick or some crap like that so he invited the guy up on the stage and showed the guy how to do this roundhouse kick or whatever was basically training him on stage so you know when celebrities do that with the fans uh I, i i'm i'm all about that i mean that's just so cool to me uh, Jason David Frank is another one that does stuff like that. You know, I've seen him do things with fans, teach them how to do things and, you know, interacting with them, spending time with them. He's not there to make money. He's there to spend time with the fans. So yeah. I just that's that's one of my favorite things about going to these things. That's why I really look forward to it. And not only that, it's I'm around my people. Yep. Yes. I don't feel like when I'm out in the real world that I'm around my people all the time. And like when I'm at work, you know, I try to talk about my geek stuff and everybody's like, oh, dude, go away, you nerd. <laughs> what? But, what? but when I'm Star at what? when I'm at the conventions, I just feel like I'm at, I mean, I could drop a line to anybody there and just talk about something. And someone's going to be like, yeah, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, rock on C-3PO, you know. Well, that's what you can do. That's what I was saying about, you know, going to a con and interacting with other fans like you could just jump into a conversation with somebody and it's not weird they'll just look at you and be like oh hey and then it's like okay this is cool you know this is something different but hey we all enjoy the same things like we could talk about the same things and that's that to me that that like you said that's a highlight you know we can be who we are at these conventions i mean like you know i hate to keep bringing up dallas but last year uh rooster Rooster and them left me at, I don't know, it was like midnight Saturday night because they went back to their room. And I got bored up in my room, so I went downstairs and I met these people. One of the guys listened to our podcast, um, so that was cool. And then, you know, I was 
stayed up till like four o'clock in the morning outside of the Omni Hotel talking to these people. I took pictures with them, and <laughs> it, it was just it was just a fun experience. So you know, liquor helped. They brought out bunch of bottles of liquor, and we were drinking out there in front of the cops. That was cool. <laughs> but well, they, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's, those are the things that I enjoy. Those are the things I have fun with. Yep, I agree. 100%. It's like Christmas for me. It's my new it Christmas. Is. It is definitely Christmas uh, over and over again with the, con- the hint with of the Halloween. Con. You know, and this year, Daniel, we need to go to some more panels because I actually skip panels. Yeah, we didn't go to any panels last year. Well, yeah. that's a lie. I went to William Chatner's. Yeah, but I didn't go to any panels last year, and I'm missing out on those. We oh, and that. I also went to the Chewbacca Mom panel. Damn, I did go to panels uh, last year. Never mind. <laughs> Oh, if she was there signing autographs, kudos to her, Chewbacca mom. That's great. yeah. She only signed, from what I saw, she only signed like ten autographs, and then she was tired. <laughs> she had to go lay down. Girlfriend, her down. girlfriend. But I mean, I mean, kudos, kudos to her. To you're her. right. She yeah, she did yeah. something. She got her 15 minutes of fame. Now she's no longer heard of. <laughs> um, I'm not going to knock the woman for that. So, but. Well, guys, y'all have any other final thoughts about cons? Anything you want to share? Anything before we wrap this up? Um, uh, my final. Go ahead, Katie. I just wish that Comic Con wasn't so hard to go to. Like, I wish that it wasn't. I mean, Comic Con is the one that everybody wants to go to, San Diego Comic Con. And right, yeah. um, I've been one time for one day, and that was like 10 years ago. Yeah, I was just and pricing hotels. The cheapest hotel for four days is $800. It's so expensive to go to stay down there. And I mean, I love it. I mean, I like last year we went down there just because they have a number of stuff that you can do. You don't even have to go into the convention um, because Nerdist is great because they throw a like mini convention over at the baseball stadium, which is across the street from the conventions, the convention center. So we got to go to that, and you don't have to have a con badge to go to that. So we got to at least enjoy some of the convention, but it's just so hard to get bat like to be able to go. Yeah, and I wish it, like, it wasn't like that. Don't they? Don't the tickets sell out for that one like within minutes? Yeah. Yeah, because you have to you have to pre-register. Then yeah, you have right to go now it's into pre-registration. Yeah, the it's drawing. Pre- you have to pre-register, and then you have then to go, go into the, the giant queue. the queue, like the giant waiting room. And then if you're lucky, you'll get tickets. So basically That's... what happens is you're in this waiting room and uh-huh. once the tickets go on sale, you have to go. Click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah. And then, See, that's what we need to put our. Um, so you have to know what you're ready to buy. We need to put our technical abilities together because I'm sure if we combined all our powers, uh-huh. we should be able to uh, create a script. There's got to be a master, a master are, thing to do. What I like is, um, I mean, because WonderCon is a smaller version of San Diego Comic Con, and that one's great. It's also at a different convention center, and it's way more convenient than San Diego. Um, on top of that, they have like, because you know, like what you're saying about so many different cons and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, it's also like, what is it, D23? So that's the Disney, the Disney one. Every other year. Uh, they do that every other year, which means that there's so much buildup to like wanting to go to that one because the year that I went, the first year that I ever went to it, um, was the same year that Marvel decided to skip San Diego Comic Con oh, and okay. do just D23. Doesn't it mean Which, G23 is this year? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. 
it is this year. So it made it really hard to go to. And I'm really tired of them letting people sleep outside on the ground (laughs) (laughs) to be able to go to panels because it makes it impossible to be able to go to big panels like the panels you want to go to unless you're willing to sleep outside on the pavement. Yeah, because then those people stink and you have to sit by one of them. Yeah. And that's that to me, I think, is ridiculous. Oh, wow. Like, no why are you letting people sleep on the tickets. ground? It's not true. <laughs> Hand out tickets. Yeah. Like, Hall Part H, unless you're willing to sleep on the ground, you are not seeing one panel in Hall H at San Diego Comic Con. It's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying that I didn't sleep on the floor. the celebrities that have to come in there and smell that. I mean, that's a big waft of smell. It's a yeah. big waft of smell. It's bad. It's so bad. I mean, I'm not saying that I haven't slept on the ground for something. I did go to the opening day of Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah, you, you slept on the ground. I remember you telling us that. I did is do it, that. So is it hot? Is it, it's hot I went there? In San Diego, It's it was it, since it's in July, so it's warm. It's nice. I mean, this last July was awful. I'd be afraid awful. of being bugged at nighttime. Like, what do you, what well, do you they mean have warm? What, you wake well, up and you okay. have a wallet. <laughs> uh, well, San Diego's down by the water, so it's okay down there. Like, the weather's actually usually really nice. But this last year, we had this horrific heat wave come through. And it Which was, is what? It was... It was like uh, 80 degrees. No, no, no. It was like 100% humidity with it being over 100 outside. So it's like Texas. Oh, okay. So, you know, like there. Texas every summer. Like Texas yeah. every summer. But that's not normally how it is in San Diego because I thought we were going to die while we were down there. It was so awful. <laughs> So awful. So we, we should be able to handle it, Rooster. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we'd be right in right right as rain. It's like yeah, wow, it's it's like winter here. Yeah, it'll be nice. <laughs> this is this is as hot as it gets down here. Long sleeve well, shirts. I mean, you guys should come, whether you get tickets or not. At least come down for like the weekend. It'll be worth it. Is it really down or is it over? Come on over. Bunk, I don't see any bunk beds behind you. <laughs> um, but you can't stay at my house. I don't live in San Diego, bro. <laughs> I live like 150 miles from San Diego. And with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'd like to thank my guests for joining me on this week's discussion. All the notes for this episode can be found on our website, templeofgeek.com. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email me at info at templeofgeek.com. Until next time, see you later. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash templeofgeek. And remember to visit the templeofgeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.